0: You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is our lead pastor, Dr. Chad Timothy Hunsberger. How are you doing today? Man,
1: I feel like that had like a little bit of like a basketball arena like oh, yeah. pause to <laughs> it. So I appreciate Number that. 12 <laughs> No, that's good, that's yeah, good. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm here today, happy to be here. Excellent, Absolutely.
0: yeah. It feels like it has been a little while since we've recorded an episode, yeah. for whatever reason. I mean, but uh, yeah, anyway. but it's been good. All right, so we are starting a little, uh, I guess, a mini-series of episodes yeah. Yeah. With for today. Um, We're going to be focusing on family discipleship, yeah. and and really the uh, the family discipleship strategy of Colonial Heights. Yep. And so we are going to have some more special guests. Like, we yeah. just got we, through a series uh, of... Of, exactly. lots of bringing lots of guests in, and it was so great. We need to Do bring some more folks yeah. in. Yeah. It's good. So, all right. So, we have a very special guest today. Would you want to go ahead Absolutely. and introduce him?
1: So, with us today is Jerry Welch. Jerry is our family discipleship pastor here at Colonial yeah. Heights. And so, we're uh, starting with the big time. Like, yeah. Right out of the gate. <laughs> right yeah, out, out of the, the gate. The top guy time. when it comes to family discipleship. This is good. Great idea, guys. Let us yeah. start it. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so thankful for him, uh, thankful for you as I'm looking at you and, um, really just the, the ministry he provides in this, uh, overseeing even all of the family discipleship, uh, strategy and ministry overall. So, um, you yeah, know, we can kind of hand it to Jerry and to think a little bit more about helping us understand that, but, um, excited to,
2: to have you here with us today. Thanks, I'm glad to be here.
0: Good deal. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I didn't mention this part when we were doing our little pre-podcast uh, little warm-up stuff, to, but you want to just start off by kind of sharing with some of I mean, the Colonial Heights people know you know you very well and have known you for a long time, but we have some listeners who aren't a part of our church. So if you want to share a little bit about uh, how long you've been here, kind of your role, and how you've served the church.
2: Gotcha, yeah, I have uh, had the privilege of serving here at Colonial Heights for, it'll be 17 years in December, and so yeah, it's been a, a wild ride, we've had a lot of fun, and um, uh, I came as the pastor of education, mm-hmm. and so my job included, at that time, included everything from uh, preschool all the way up to senior adults. Coordinating the team of ministers that we have responsible for each one of those age groups, um, and also I get to do fun things like help with greeting structures and with uh, how people are welcomed here on staff. And uh, I've gotten to do fun stuff over the years with publications and uh, you name it. I've worn yeah. the hat at some right. point, yeah. and um, yeah. so. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed being at Colonial Heights. Good
1: I, I think too, it's helpful just to know because of what we'll be talking about when it comes to thinking about ministry to the family. You've uh, been married about twenty five years, correct? <laughs> yes, and you have three kids: yes. two boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, super thankful for your family. Uh, they they're the better part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, True, and uh, but yeah, so I think that's helpful just for the listener because yeah. because the intent of these. We didn't maybe say this, but the intent mm-hmm. of these this little mini-series is to help uh, help you think through what it looks like in discipling kids, mm-hmm. children, preschoolers, yeah. students, college students even, and and then if you're not a parent of one of those ages, mm-hmm. what does it look like uh, to be a part of a church that invests in those yeah. different age groups in mm-hmm. different ways? So I think it's helpful uh, even to think about. So your kids are
2: how old? Ah, I have a 20-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 14-year-old.
1: Right, so that helps. You've walked through several of those stages with them or <laughs> yeah. are in them with them now. Oh, yeah. And so I think that helps. We're in the trenches. The yeah. listener kind yeah. of know, okay, th- this is not totally out of left field for them that's cool. oh yeah, yeah. okay
2: this is. Yeah. yeah
0: so just to kind of run through like what the game plan is over yeah. the next few weeks so today's episode with jerry is going to be more of the overview of the 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 strategy here at colonial heights yeah. right and then we'll kind of talk to uh some of the individual age group leaders so emily barber our preschool discipleship director will be on next week barbara brown with children uh Nathan Lucas with middle school students, Ford Rigney with high school students, and then we'll actually come back to Jerry at the end, because in addition to your responsibilities as uh, the family discipleship pastor, you also teach the and lead the college uh, life group, and, and, and we're heading up the college ministry. So, so we'll hit all those age groups and work our way back to Jerry at the yeah. end in a few weeks. All right, so... It's
1: kind of the pillars... You yeah, know. that's right. But, just yes, just you said up. the Alpha and Omega yeah, earlier. Well, then I realized oh. that was
0: horrid. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. the, the bar a little too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little too high. All right. All right. So here we go. Uh, so to start us <clears throat> off with this kind of overview episode, uh, if you will just, for our listeners, go ahead and kind of define the term
2: family discipleship and what we mean by that. Well, what we mean here at Colonial Lights uh, Mm -hmm. by family discipleship is we're we're thinking about the idea of of partnering the church and the family together. That's uh, our goal is to unify... Uh, together, we have the same mission. Uh, the church and the family have the same mission, to make disciples. And so we want to do the best that we can as a church to partner with parents as the primary disciples in their home, mm-hmm. uh, to disciple their children, to teach them to follow Christ. And so we want to come alongside them to help them, to train them, to equip them, to uh, encourage them along the way. Uh, and while doing so, we still provide ministries that are for each age group. And so we call ourselves, we're a family equipping model. Yeah. Uh, so we continue to have age group ministries um, for preschoolers, for children, for students. And so we have a very active student ministry, very active kids ministry. And so we do that so that we are purposely pouring into those kids God's truth. Um, but we also want to come alongside parents and help them to be a part of that process here. But then we want to be a part of that process at home and help to equip them to be able to do that in their home.
1: Yeah, good. I, I it's one of the things I appreciate about here is we want uh, to, I kind of came into that, but it's certainly something I affirm. Um, just our desire to, the the primary discipleship should be happening at home, yeah. mm-hmm. and the the church is the uh, the fuel mm-hmm. in a sense for that, a supplement uh, in provi- providing that, but not like a hey drop your kid off. Mm-hmm. and we'll supply all of your discipling needs in this one hour mm-hmm. a week or two mm-hmm. hours a week or whatever it is. Um, and so seeing it that way I think is really
2: helpful. Absolutely. It's good. Well, we've seen here at, at our church, but then also the, the research will show you that I mean most parents are especially navigating the issues that we're navigating today culturally, our parents are terrified as to how am I supposed to point my child to Christ? How am I supposed to navigate these tough seasons? And so our goal is not to take anything away from the parents, but instead to uh, to come alongside them and help them in that process mm-hmm. and hopefully provide what I call a tribe uh, to, to yeah. do life with. So that I know that uh, trust me as as raising as a father of teenagers, who has raised teenagers, I know that there are times that my kids are not going to listen to me. Uh, but I'm thankful that we have a church in this kind of model yeah. where we have other adults that they will listen to, mm-hmm. who have been pouring into their lives, since they were tiny, yeah. and, and now they're, con- they're beginning to really go, okay, I can really learn from them and listen to them. And so we've seen God do some really amazing things, not just in my family, but in many others where we've seen that yeah. kind of model uh, definitely work.
0: Yeah. Um, I've heard it said, and I've, I've kind of preached this, as I was in a student ministry role in the past and did some family discipleship-type mm. things, um, that if you want your kids to grow up to be godly, Christian adults, then they need to spend a lot of time with godly Christian adults, and so Amen you want to, you know, part of the role of the church is going to be to put those other adults around them, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether that's a life group leader or just someone who's mm-hmm. kind of discipling them. yeah,
2: yeah. Sure. And that's why we keep both ends of that model, that we keep the small groups and large groups and ministry areas for each of the age groups, but then we also want to bring in parents and equip parents and work with parents, and that's something we're trying to strengthen. That's that's something we have, we have a long way Ago, we by by no means do we do it perfectly, yeah. um, but it's something that we've set some goals, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're striving to move forward in that. Okay,
0: all right. So, I uh, guess is there anything more specifically about the role of the church as far as what we need to do? I know you've kind of already talked about it some in that last question, but is there anything else that uh, we as a church are trying to do specifically for parents?
2: Um, we do provide a series of milestones and rites okay, of passage yeah. that we have as a part of our, we call it our family discipleship strategy, yeah. uh, and so as we do that, we have set some, some specific times based yeah. on research, uh, based on a lot of experience uh, over the years. This is not something new to us. Our terminology is a little new. Mm-hmm. We, we've changed the way we talk sure. about some of these yeah. things. But some of these things we've been doing for many years, and so we've seen that this works. And uh, so, yeah, we, we have adjusted that a little bit so that what we can provide parents with is more of a uh, package is the wrong word, but, but a, a guideline to say, OK, here's what you can expect mm-hmm. from us over this course right. of your child's life until they're 18 or until they graduate from high school, we're going to partner with you in these ways. This is what you can expect of us. That's accountability for us. And by yeah. saying that, we know that they're going to then look and say, I thought you said you were going to do this. Well, okay, yeah. yes, we're, we're going to yeah. try to do that. So it's accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also um, to help parents know where we're going. Like there's a track that we're running on and, uh, that, that we hope will help parents, um, in the process to see that this is, you don't have to get everything right day one. (laughs) Yeah, It's a growing process and we're going to work with you through that.
0: Okay. So you mentioned milestones and rites of passage. Do you want to kind of share some of what some of those are?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we break them down into the two different categories. Um, and, and milestones We have four of those, and and those milestones, they have components that are for the children or for students that are going through them, but also for parents, uh, specifically at each of those. We have four of those that happen at key points in their life, and these are specifically for members of Colonial Heights Baptist Mm -hmm. Church. These four milestones are for people who have said, uh, we're believers, uh, we're like-minded believers, we're a part of the family, and so we're walking with this together. So it starts with the family commissioning, which happens uh, when they're younger preschoolers, and and that's when, as uh, as a couple, the husband and wife, and uh, uh, they, we we used to refer to this type yeah. of thing as a family dedication, yeah, dedication or a yep. baby dedication, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we change it to a family commissioning, because our, our goal is that, What we're doing there is we're commissioning the entire family to be living for Christ throughout the life of this child and modeling what that looks like and praying together as a church for them Uh, So we're commissioning them into this journey of parenthood, uh, and and the child into this journey of following Christ. And so our second one is our salvation commissioning, which is uh, when a child accepts Christ as their Lord and Savior, when they acknowledge that Jesus is the Lord and Savior, and they want to follow Him at baptism. And so uh, that is our second milestone. Uh, And then our third is a mission trip commissioning. It is Mm -hmm. when uh, we, we say here at Colonial Heights that we belong, we gather, and we send, and and so uh, the first time that you get sent out by us to right. be a minister in a different place. Now, we realize there sure. are lots of opportunities to serve. Yeah here, Mm -hmm. uh, but we wanted this to be a very specific time when they understand, okay, this is different. I'm going out. I'm representing Mm -hmm. Christ. I'm representing Colonial Heights Baptist Church. I'm representing my family. And so mission trip commissioning is our third one, and then our fourth one is the senior commissioning, which is when they're graduating from high school, and we're commissioning them to live for Christ for the rest of their lives, who make that uh, a commitment, but also commissioning those parents to send them out well. Uh, We talk a lot about arrows uh, during that particular Mm -hmm one where uh, they are like, uh, as Proverbs tells us, their uh, children are like uh, arrows in the quiver, and and God gives us this opportunity to shoot them out for His glory. And so, yeah, those the first one and the last one are the, really the only ones that are uh, milestones that are geared by the age. Yeah. Um, the other two are based on where their that child is, how yeah. 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 Uh, they're growing.
1: And, and I think even just to add this to it, I think something that's helpful is as we think through those milestones... Um the, the commissioning piece is an intentional versus graduate recognition and versus uh, fam- like baby dedication. Those aren't bad terms, aren't things that we're like, no, we can't ever use mm-hmm. those anymore. But for us, we're trying to intentionally say something different about them. So even some of the questions we include, like yeah. we don't just stand our seniors up and say, good job we actually ask them questions to commit to us before the whole congregation, the steps they're going to take. And actually those questions very much mirror the questions we've asked their parents uh, in the family commissioning. Mm-hmm. Now we haven't quite gotten 18 years worth of that <laughs> yet. So uh, we don't have a, a double up yet, but the idea is that 18 years from now, the the families that have, commissioned their their kids early would then come to the tail end and and see that lived out uh in their senior and so it's a it's a really special time for us as a church it seems to just continue to produce fruit and i mean we're asking a different question i gotta if i want to say yes to that i gotta think about this differently and so uh those things become helpful the
0: i guess you're the missional aspect of all of yeah. those those four things, right? The the baby dedication, it, the is family commissioning, right. and one of the questions it even refers to missional yeah. aspect of what so their the, child's life is going to be. Right? The right? question
1: is: If your child is called to a foreign mission field, even if it's a difficult one, do you commit to not only staying out of the way but blessing them in that? Yeah. Well. Man, a, you're, you're committing to that before your child even says, "I want to be a fireman," yeah, or "I want to be a missionary," or before "I want to," before they can whatever. talk, before they, yeah. yeah. And you're, so now it's like, a, "Oh, I'm." So we're already yeah. wanting to instill in them that your kid might go mm-hmm. to Laos or yeah. Burma or wherever, and and live in this different context for the glory of God. Yeah. So be prepared for that now. Yeah, and yeah. Even,
0: and those last two you mentioned are actually the mission trip and the senior commissioning. Uh, those obviously have a sending component already kind of ingrained into it, but we've ha- kind of added that into the family commissioning and also into the salvation commissioning yeah. at baptism. The phrase that we use here at Colonial Heights is we are saved to be sent. That's right. right? So it's, that's it's a, a regular com- part yeah. of who we are for yeah. sure. So it's a component of all four of those. It's awesome. All right. So do um, you want to talk any about rites of passages, core competencies, and some yeah, other parts
2: of the strategy? Absolutely. Just just briefly, our the way we went about this, was we looked at it, we realized, okay, there are these milestones that our members, that our Those who are saved, those who are walking this journey with us, are are going through. There are also some rites of passage that are natural for everybody, and we we may have guests who pop in. We may have people who are kids who are here who are not yet followers of Christ, and yet they are growing, and we want to be a part Mm -hmm. of their process of growth, not just physically or or emotionally, but also spiritually. And so, uh, that's what our rites of passage are. Uh, They're very natural places Mm -hmm. where every child who goes through that particular grade or or through that particular age can participate in these rites of passage, which also give us an opportunity uh, to have a component for the child or for the student, but also for the parents. And so we've committed that as we work through these, that we will also be providing Uh, training for parents as to, okay, how am I supposed to navigate this season of my child's life? And so our, to give you an idea as to why we do that, we have an older preschool transition that happens at age three. We have uh, a lower elementary transition that happens at kindergarten, an upper elementary transition at grade three. And then we have kids camp that happens between grades three and five. We have something we call priority, which is uh, for our fifth graders, where they're talking about making Jesus the priority of their mm-hmm. life very purposeful. We have a middle school transition and a high school transition as long as well as a middle school and high school camp. Some things that we do that are very purposeful at stages. Now, some of those, honestly, are set up because of the way we do ministry here at Colonial Heights. They're literally transitions from one ministry area to yep. another, uh, but some of them especially like that moving into middle school, moving into high school, some of those are very much set on uh, uh, t- that what they're going through at that season yep. of their life and how we can encourage them and also equip parents to be able to deal with some of those next Absolutely. challenges. Absolutely, yeah. Are those
0: are up. big adjustments for the kid and for the parent, oh, yeah. right, so. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah. We want to try to minister and support both.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure.
2: Well, and it's been a growing process for us to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we make this a system that makes sense uh, so that when a parent looks at it or, or even uh, our kids look at it, then they go, oh, I see what we're doing mm-hmm. and why we're doing that. So I would encourage if anybody's listening and, and you're thinking, how could I uh, put this into uh, practice in my church? You know, I would encourage you that Brian Haynes and, and several others yeah. have written some great books mm-hmm. where we got ideas from. We use mm-hmm. lots the of different resources. Legacy the Brian Path. Haynes yep. book. Thank you very much. Uh, very good one. Also, Trained in the Fear of God is a, a book by yeah. Stinson and Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some good stuff out there by. Um, I've forgotten his name now, but Jones. Uh, and so, <laughs> sorry, uh, but there's yeah. a writer somewhere named Jones. Yes, <laughs> I think it's Timothy. It's a good Paul. thing that's Timothy not. Paul. I knew it was a double name. Sorry, <laughs> Timothy it Paul Jones. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, but but some great resources out that are out there for yeah. these kinds of things, and we drew on those. Like we didn't make this up. Um, we drew bits and pieces from all of those. Um, but the other thing I would say is, it, whatever you do, whatever you put together, make sure it fits the DNA of your Mm -hmm. church, like who you are and how you're doing this so that it can become a natural part of who you are. Or you even do what we did, which was look at what are we doing, what's working, how do we capitalize on that and make it better um, so that it fits very naturally. I think then we're much more likely to do it. Um, And I know you didn't ask me this question, but second thing I would say about that is the role of the pastor in that is huge. Mm. And so we're very blessed. Chad said he stepped into this well, we were on a track. We were doing some, I believe, some good things. A lot of this stuff was already happening. But sure. one of the things that Chad brought to the table was helping us to walk through the process of fine-tuning it and putting it into a format that we could right. promote, that we could use, that we could be accountable to and for. Uh, and so you mentioned earlier the word core competencies, which yeah. is not, not a glamorous thing. We call them... We changed the word. It's actually core truths now because okay. competencies didn't sound like fun. Um, <laughs> but... For each one of our age groups, um, from preschool all the way up through high school, we have five categories, God, man, the Bible, the church, and the world, where there are core truths that we want them to know in each of those uh, age groups. And so we spent a long time mm-hmm, under the leadership mm-hmm. of our pastor going through that as a family discipleship staff, talking through what does that look like, what do they need to know at this point in their lives. And so these rites of passages, um, as well as the um, milestones, are based on those core truths that... That they're learning. Uh, we can go back to those. Those are like anchor truths, um, the theology you could say that builds the the practical side of what we're doing, the methodology. And so, uh, yeah, if you're a pastor, uh, then I would encourage you be involved, be a part of that process mm-hmm. because you're going to set the tone for the entire church. If you're not the pastor, keep going anyway, keep moving forward, mm-hmm. try to bring your pastor along with you because together you can really see this change.
1: Well, I, I think a big thing for for that. Uh, Again, to remind most of the listeners, I would guess, are not pastors, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if I am just like Joe church member, so to speak, and I'm an empty nester now, and so I don't have kids in that ministry, I think one of the things to be encouraged by is when your church, uh, again, if it's at Colonial Heights, by God's grace. Uh, under this leadership, there is movement in that way. But it's to celebrate those those things that are happening. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. it's to find your find ways to to say to that parent who is bringing their child into the worship service. Hey, we're so glad you're here. It's. It's when there's the the wiggly preschooler who their parent just wants them in the service with them, and instead of kicking them out because they got a wiggly preschooler, embrace them. Tell that mom, hey, it's okay. Like my kid used to wiggle too, or I used to wiggle, or you know, like <laughs> uh, whatever the case is. And and so I would say that no matter what where, where you're at as a church member, that's really where, uh, if you're a listener now, your involvement is key at each of those points of. Uh, be praying for kids when they're on at camp, be praying for students when they're on their mission trip, like be a part, like write them notes. Um, there's a church member here that writes my kids notes like every month, just as a, a boost of encouragement for some of the like, so, so I would just say, look for ways, no matter what age yeah. you are to, to, to be a part of the the greater, uh, body yeah. of Christ, the family of God in that way. to so
0: minister to kids and to yeah, the parents. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: so in, in Matthew 12, Jesus talks about his definition of family, uh, which is... Um, he, they, they they said your your mom and your brothers are outside and he's like who's my mother who who are my brothers and and he said it's it's those who do the will of God it's those who are doing the will of the Father and so there's certainly a biblical precedent for what you're talking about about being the family of God about us doing this together that it's not just about that parent a preschooler over there it's about us as a church mm-hmm. taking our responsibility for those who are within our midst, those who are a part of our family. And so if you're not that parent of the preschooler, come alongside them. Mm-hmm. Any of the things that we've talked about, we'd be glad to share any of our information. Yeah. You can go to any of the books that we've referenced here. Um, but it's not necessarily about building a structure. We're at a place where, praise God, we have that opportunity to build a structure that's going to help us to do this. We'll be glad to share that with you. But I, I think even more important probably is, the things that you do naturally as a part of your life. And I think that's why we're able to build a more formal structure here is because a lot of these things are already happening in a very natural way because people see their responsibility for each other to come together as a family. I refer to Colonial Heights as our tribe. It's our people. So that my kids, I want them to be as connected to the body of Christ here, to our family of faith here as they are to our family at home. And so being in church, Um, Regularly being a part of everything that we do here, my kids know that. I want them to know that so that when they're not listening to me or if I'm gone, I'm out of the picture, something happens to me, they have a family of faith to rely on. And they they see that picture of the family of God that Mm -hmm. you're talking about that um, I think is so key. That's awesome.
0: All right. All right. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. We're looking forward to when you're back with us in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, but that's going to wrap up this episode. We thank you so much for listening. We Hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you have, please uh, share it on social media. Give us a rating or review on your podcasting app. And we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.